Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Derek Asante, and we have another one. Now, <clears throat> I'm excited about this episode. The reason why I'm excited about it, because this is an alumni. You've heard her backstory, and if you are now joining us on the pod, I want you to go back to like the first episode or something, because that's where she was, you know, she helped do a lot of things. Before I bring her on, <clears throat> I'm going to give her her flowers because it's much needed. The credit is, is due. Uh, and I always keep doing that because she is an instrumental part for this pod even existing, right? Even though she might be humble in some ways, but confident in so many other ways, I have to, you know, kind of put her in the spot right now because <clears throat> it's warranted. She pushed me when I wasn't ready to be pushed. She inspired me to go forward when I was scared. But the belief that she had in this pod even coming to life was beyond me because she was at the time trying to start her own thing, Yet, but she's pushing me before she pushed herself. So I always try to make sure I give her the credit um, for you know allowing me to even be able to do this pod and give you guys these episodes after episode, week after week, because she's literally my motor if, if she didn't know now she knows because i remember when she says make sure you're consistent just make sure you're consistent you may not want to do it but you got to do it and you got to be consistent so i keep hearing that voice in the back of my head and so it's always an honor to have her back on the show and it's different this time around because she's not at the beginning anymore she's at a different plateau and i think that's where I wanted to kind of get her perspective on a lot of things that we're going to talk about today. And then she can share a lot of her experiences now with us that we can learn from. And a few things that I want to mention before I actually bring her on officially is she handed me this book that she had many moons back. It's an older book, uh, YouTube Secrets by Sean uh, Kennel and Benji Travis, I believe it is. And so she didn't have to do that. Right. This is more of a testament to the individual that she is. And she passed it over to me and I'm looking at it. The information is relevant. The book might be old, but the information is still relevant. And so I'm grateful for that. And I'm almost done the book, but I keep going back to chapter just to kind of remind myself again what I need to be doing. So if you've heard of that book, look for it. And if there's a second edition, I'm going to look for it as well. But I just want to thank you. Uh, so without further ado, please help me welcome back Donna Brissett. Welcome. Hey, Derek. Thanks for having me. What an intro. I'm definitely in my fields from that intro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's well-deserved, right? Because I, I do put you in that regard. <clears throat> and so, again, thank you for everything that you do and, and that you continue to do. Now, just like every other episode we've had. Thank you for had, continuing on, Derek. What's that? I'm Thank you for continuing on. Oh, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Now, I got a quote for you. This this one's different. It's a new quote I found, and it's by Marie Forelio. I think Forelio or Forello. I hope I didn't butcher her name, but I'm going to read it to you, and I want you to tell me what comes to mind when you hear that, all right? It reads, you don't have to get it perfect. You just have to get it going. What comes to mind when you hear that? Like you gotta start. You gotta start somewhere. Perfection comes after being able to have your ground set and something to stand on, right? So just get started. Start somewhere. Starting is better than dreaming of the start and never getting there. That's what I think of. Right. Awesome. 
Awesome. And <clears throat> the reason why I chose that one, to be honest, is because of what you did for me. That was exactly what you did for me, right? You pushed me to go ahead and do it. I got some good news. I want to share the good <laughs> news with you, right? Now, folks, she doesn't know I'm doing this. This is like off the dome here. She had no idea I'm doing this to her. Um, it's a bit spontaneous. But the good news is I found out today, this morning when I left home, my subscriber count was at 74, right? So I'm trying to get to 500 by August 31st. That's the goal that I set for myself. <clears throat> and so this morning was 74. I get home this evening and I'm losing my mind because by seven, I looked at my YouTube studio uh, account and I realized it said 124. Right? 74 to 124. I was like, what? <laughs> okay, I see you. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to hold it in, but like... <laughs> right oh my and so i'm 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 that's big i i'm i'm a last for words but that's the news that i have um you know oh my god right right that's amazing (laughs) i don't know where they came from a few hours you don't you don't know where they found you (laughs) i don't know how I don't. And then I, I looked at wow. I looked at two of my videos and they had over 300, 400 views and they've been on for like five hours. So I was like, wait a minute. How is that? What's happening? Anyhow. So those you, videos are blowing up. <laughs> listen, the universe is loving me and I'm taking it. <laughs> Before you get famous, don't forget. I need. Oh, stop it. I'm trying to I'm trying to get <laughs> now. See, since you mentioned that. I want to I want to put you on spot because <laughs> you said to me, "Do I want to do this interview tonight or push it back?" And I'm like, "No, because I know your schedule, <laughs> and I don't know your schedule." But you know what I mean. You get busy real yeah, quick, yeah. so you're the one blowing up, and I got to make sure I stay close, right? But um. Oh my god. <laughs> so I, no, honestly, congratulations. That's thank huge. you, thank like, you huge right and, and I, I bring that up only because again you said it just be consistent it may not seem like it's nothing is happening but just be consistent and that's what's gonna pay off so I think I'm starting to see a little bit of that but so thank you for that mm-hmm. so um thank you for continuing man that's like epic it's hard <laughs> it's hard I mean you know that's why I said it's epic <laughs> I'm like wow <laughs> This is that juice, though. Like, when you see that yeah. that growth, that, like, boost, yeah. it's the juice that you need to keep pushing through because continuing is the hardest part. Yeah. It's yeah. not creating the content or showing no. up. It's, like, continuing to yeah. show up. Yeah. So, like, this juice, this is, I call that, like, the mojo juice. Like, when that starts coming in, you just hop on that train and you're like, oh, we're going. That's it. Wherever <laughs> it's taking us, we are going. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm running. I'm running. So I want to kind of give the folks that are now joining us um, who have never, you know, heard the previous episodes or our conversations prior to this. Just give them the Coles Notes version of how you got to where you are. The real quick version, because we're going to dive into the current state that you're in right now. Well, um, the really quick version of this is that I failed a lot. Mm -hmm. I gave up a lot 
I quit a lot. I lack the confidence. I lack the drive to push through when things get hard. And I took a lot of things personal, even when it wasn't personal. And that's where I was when I was an aspiring creator, right? It's that it's me against the world, right? Like, why won't the world love me? Like, I want you to love me. Like, I love you. Let's do this, right? Um, and it just, that's where I was then. Uh, I had people in my corner rooting for me, and I was looking at those people who I'm looking, one of them I'm looking at right now. <laughs> and people were rooting for me, and I'm like, dang, like, why are they rooting for me? Like, I'm not even showing up for me. Like, how can they show up for me, Right. Um, and then I just, I didn't want to let people down and I got tired of letting myself down. So I just, I decided to start over, but mm-hmm. I decided to start over stronger than ever before and to just start believing in myself, like the way I saw and felt other people believing in me. And on your darkest days, it just takes that one person to like really look you in the eyes and say like, I know you're going to do it. Like, you're, I 100% believe you're going to do it. And it's it's that that helps you get to that getting started before you get to the perfection. Like, I'm still trying to figure out where perfection lives because I haven't met that person yet, you know? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I, I haven't met them yet. And the vision changes so much throughout the process, right? But mm-hmm. where I was before was just aspiring, struggling. I was in the... I was in the weeds with everybody else trying to make their spot on this overpopulated platform. And, you know, eventually I just kept my head focused. I focused on what I could control and then things totally changed after that. Nice. Nice. So what inspired you, first of all, to even say, I want to do this and and chase this uh, career path? I didn't want to let my girls down. I feel like as a mom, I always have to lead by example when I can. And uh, I have all these people believing in me, knowing that I can do it, but I didn't show up for myself yet. So I figured, how can I teach my kids to show up for themselves if like, I'm having a hard time doing it for myself? And honestly, there was nothing to lose. You know, I had already been on the platform for years trying to figure things out, right? So there's nothing to lose trying again. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a lot to gain. And a lot of it was knowledge and experience. And the mistakes are good. Like I tell people now when I connect with people and I have like meetings, I, I let people know like the bumps are what you climb on, right? Mm-hmm. Like the bumps are going to happen, but you don't just stop. It's It was never a stop sign. It was mm-hmm. a bump climb over it you keep going another bump is gonna come that's how they make the roads like you just gotta mm, <laughs> you just I gotta like keep that. going yeah. and the bumps are just always what, what you climb on you just gotta keep going right man that's a that's a big quote right there by the way that's i like that that's a nice little sound bite too the bumps are what you're <laughs> climbing on like it's true right now yeah recently <clears throat> after climbing over all these bumps you had this nice interview i think what was it the influencer was it the what was the um, yeah i was um i feel like it's net influencer yes, but net influencer. i don't want to say that's it. okay that's perfect because i don't have it pulled up so i'd hate to butcher such a lovely <laughs> <laughs> how did that happen <laughs> like i'm trying to make the connection how did that happen who found oh, who goodness so uh the opportunity came to me a few months ago mm. 
And I wasn't really that interested because I wasn't, I didn't feel confident enough to control the narrative of what mm. gets printed about me. Uh, I'm very cautious. I'm my own PR person always, every day, every minute I'm on camera uh, and doing my jobs because <laughs> I have so many of them. But I, I just decided that I just got to stop pushing away the things that I'm too cautious about and be cautious, but like lean into it with caution, you know? Yeah. Um, and so the opportunity came up, I turned it down and I was like, you know, I, I'll pass. Flexing. Not, listen, I was just like, no, you know what? I'm not, I don't <clears throat> see the value for me at the mental uh, place that I was mm. at. Uh, and then it came, the opportunity came up to me again, but this time it was like, they have to talk to you. Oh. Like you are who they need to talk to. Mm. And then I was like, oh, like me? Mm. Well, all right then. <laughs> if the request is is me, I can show up for that. You know, like yeah. I know what I can tell you. So it was more uh, in the beginning when the offer came to me, it, w- it seemed like an offer for someone. Mm. And the second time around, it felt like an offer specifically for, for me with right. a specific purpose mm. and I was like I can I can get on board with that because what I've learned in my failures is that sometimes you take on a lot because you want to say that you're doing things but they don't serve you mm. and so then you sort of feel resentment because you're like hey I use my time to do this and it like wasn't valuable for me right, right? um so it was like shifting from that mindset to also having the maturity to look at something and say like, you know what, this is for me. It makes sense for me to be here at this time, at that place, doing this one thing. Um, but a lot of what I do now is I say no to a lot of things and I love it. I love being able to say no because it, it lets me know that the things that I do choose to spend my time on, it's mm-hmm. worth my time and the impact that I'm going to make is worth choosing that time to put in that bucket because I have so many buckets to fill and there's just not enough time to get to all of them. Right. So it's, it's now being able to like look at it standing back and say, this bucket is worth filling. Let me spend some time here because for each time I'm doing something, it's taking time from something else that I could be doing, you know, how do you decide? And I've sort of learned that. How do you decide? Yeah. Like how do you, how do you decide? Wait a minute. I'm going to do this and I'm not going to do this. How do you decide when to say no? And then my, my, my real question then is what did you do to get to that point, to be able to decide to make those decisions? Okay. Wow. Those are both really yeah, good but, questions. So let's, let's start with that. Like what did <laughs> it take for you? To... <laughs> no, the reason why I'm asking because you just finished telling us that you were very, you weren't so confident, right? And you were yeah. cautious about all these things, but then there's a trans, you know, transformation that takes place. I'm curious though, how did you know, like what were you going through that, that was leading you to that space where you're able to say, you know what, nah, maybe I don't want to do that. Yes, I'll do this one because I'm excited about this one or I see the value. Like how did, what was that transition like? Because I want people to understand when it's happening, you may not know it, but it's a feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I'm getting from what you're saying. So if you can try your best to kind of elaborate a little bit on what was that process like? What was happening at that time in your life that 
where it's pushing you to say, you know what, no to that, yes to this. I'm going to say something that I don't say to people often enough, Mm -hmm. but this is really uh, a big part of why I make some of the the decisions that I make. And it ultimately boils down to how do you value yourself Mm. and how do you value your time? Time is the one thing in life that I listen to audiobooks to try to figure out how to find more time. I talk to people, and some of the questions I ask them is, how do you find the time to do these things? And time is just the, the one thing you'll go up against, and you'll lose the battle every single time. Um, and so I started setting boundaries on my time mm-hmm. because when you're an entrepreneur, when you're trying to start something new, you get into this habit of working around the clock. And what happens when you work around the clock is that you work, work, work until you burn yourself out. And only when you get burned out is when you stop. When you get to that point, starting over or getting started again or pressing play instead of pause takes so much muscle. Takes so much muscle, it feels like you're walking from scratch. Like you're a baby who is like eight months old trying to figure out how to balance on these two things people are saying, those are my legs, right? Uh, it's just being able to know, like in your, you have to feel what's best for you and you have to, something that I do that really helps me to always make the right decisions is I always think about like my end game, Mm. my goals, my business goals. And is this one thing going to help me continue on my journey to reach those goals? Or is this thing going to hold me back Uh. from getting to reaching those goals? And I weigh things like that, right? I weigh it. Is this a part of the big picture? Because for me, I no longer can think little picture. Everything for me is like big picture. If I do this, everything's like a game of chess, right? Right. If I do this, then these three things can happen after. Mm -hmm. Am I prepared to handle each way that this works out? Or am I not sure if like the path is clear? If the path isn't clear, I usually don't dive in. I need to foresee uh, what the situation is going to look like for me to see if it's actually worth investing my time right now. Mm. A lot of the times when I say no, it doesn't mean no forever. It just means no, not right now, right? right? And then that's that's the power of it. Like I say no more than I say yes on a weekly basis. And I used to not say no because I felt people would hate me for it. Mm-hmm. Now people love when I say no. They're like, <laughs> oh, not this week. Sure. What about next week? <laughs> what about next month? Right? And, and so I had to learn through burning out a few times yeah. that it's my job as a businesswoman to protect myself against that. Yeah. Because I have to work extra hard when I allow myself to get burned out. And it becomes that vicious cycle where you can't hop off. And so for every decision I make, I try to protect that person within, Mm. you know, because I'm not the creative when I'm making those business decisions. I'm like the CEO or some other title with my seven hats that I wear on on a different day. And it's being able to think business minded and know, okay, right now, you're not the person creating the content. You're the person who has to find the time in the schedule mm-hmm. to see if this is something that you can do. So you have to think like that and always know that for each choice that you make, it could impact your future success. Mm. And so you have to choose wisely because brand 
businesses, people, they love being around successful people. They do. It's just the way that it is. Right. And so if I want to be that successful person, I have to make sure that I protect myself from not being able to show up in that category. Right. Because burnout is real and burnout takes four times as long to try to pull yourself through than it is to just, you know, get up and create whatever piece of content that is. It could be poetry. It could be like writing a blog post. It could be showing up on a podcast. It could be anything. It could just be showing up for life. All that becomes harder when you're burnt out. Wow. So you said yes to the net influencer, right? Yes. What did that, interview teach you about yourself did you learn anything new about yourself when you had that conversation oh man i don't know if i learned anything new but i learned i was pretty great (laughs) (laughs) i love it (laughs) i know what i'm capable of Mm -hmm. and i know what i can do and what i need to challenge myself with but seeing things written down in an article with someone else's words and not my own and he like when I read the article the first thing I thought was wow this is like way longer than I thought it was gonna be mm-hmm. and like that's full transparency I was like this is a this is a lot of scrolling I don't know like what's gonna happen in here I didn't even know what was gonna be right like fully in the article right yeah. uh, and then as I started reading through I'm like I like her <laughs> like I like her. And then by the end of it, I was like, oh, you're her. (laughs) You are her. And then in that moment, I was like, okay, this is great. Now, let's see what else we can do after this. Because I I was initially intimidated by this. Mm -hmm. um, And and I told you the reasons why. But the second time, another part of the reason why I wasn't intimidated by it was because I know why the interview needed to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, there needed to be a conversation about someone who had my area of expertise. Yeah. And I'm the type of person that likes to help people, right? Pull people in, give everyone their moment to like have their time to really pitch themselves on the best leg that they can. Yeah. Um, but when I looked around, I didn't really have anyone else's name in mind for yeah. this. And I was like, Oh, I know who'd be right for this and it was me and it made sense why they wanted to do that that interview and it made sense why I said yes um everything has to be in alignment if it's not in alignment it's just not the right time for me so it was in alignment with everything that I do um what I'm passionate about Mm -hmm. and what I'm confident to share so I was like let's do it let's do it and then when I read that article I was like I really like her like she's I like her (laughs) (laughs) yeah it felt it felt pretty good I don't ever like beat my own horn as often as I should but in that moment I was like this is like pretty cool Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah yeah no it's 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 a really good article sorry give me one second Mazi I'm gonna get you to go okay Close the door behind you. Thank you. Every once in a while, he'll pop in. I mean, he probably sensed my presence. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you do the interview. And mm-hmm. I'm curious, what, what strategies now? 
or techniques do you use to consistently engage in the quality content that you produce? Um, but before you get to that question, I want to I want to spend a minute on Costco, not to promote them or anything, okay. but Costco is <laughs> is doing a great deal for you and some of the, you know your content that you put out. Can you share a little bit of light on that? Because mm-hmm. I know somebody's going to come across you and be like, oh, she's doing videos about Costco. Yes, she does a great job with it. So please tell the people what it's about and, and how you came to that point. Yeah, so I am the founder of a YouTube channel called D and Fam. And on my YouTube channel, I post videos twice a week and I help Canadians save time and money every time they're shopping at Costco. Um, I decided to go this route with Costco because when I was searching as a viewer for information on Costco Canada and all the sales going on, I kept getting American sales. And if you know anything about the price difference, the product differences <laughs> it is very disappointing to get in your car get all the way there and you're like they have nothing of what i saw like absolutely nothing and the things that they do have is about twice the price yeah. and i like i came here expecting something and I, and i was disappointed and so um i kept thinking like maybe someone should like start making this more accessible mm-hmm. and then so i sat on it and i was waiting to become more accessible and it wasn't Uh, and it is available on social media but I'm not social media obsessed Mm -hmm. right I'm more search obsessed I'm more what can I have and have data that I can track and figure out like what I'm doing right what I'm doing wrong Mm -hmm. and for me SEO search that's what drives me it's not follower counts or how many views I get on a post or, you know, anything like that. Um, I like to consider myself as like the laid back type, right? Mm. So you won't catch me doing a dance on Instagram <laughs> try to get Why you know, not? Just views, do a dance in Costco. You know, <laughs> I might just go to Costco and say and buy something and be like, you won't believe how much I saved. <laughs> and like, that's what I'll do. <laughs> I'll do to drive engagement because I want people to know like I'm excited that I got this thing that I might not have needed but I saved so much getting it Um, and so it was that it was also at the time that I started that direction of my channel it was in a time where everyone was so secluded right Mm -hmm. like times are scary no one can go outside Um, And going shopping was actually very stressful Mm. because you didn't know what would be on the shelves. And this is like real life. What we were, I remember waiting two hours to get into a grocery store, right? In the cold in Canada for everyone listening outside of Canada. (laughs) Like this is, you got to be committed to spend two hours in the Canadian cold for groceries. That's double the price of everywhere else in the world. Okay. And so um, during that time I spent, (laughs) What did you want to say? I can tell you're laughing. <laughs> because I wanted but to throw this in there. I wanted to throw this in there. For those outside of Canada, the, the grocery store you're describing looks like an igloo. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's what it felt like. Because the lines were wrapped around the grocery stores on the outside. People were watching everyone's shop car- shopping carts like... Did they buy the last roll? Because yep. I need toilet paper too. <laughs> uh, times were, you know, it was like survival of the fittest. Yeah. And I remember 
having a lot of enjoyment talking to my family and friends and saying like, hey, what'd you get at the store, mm. right? And it became this phone conversation that made everyone happy. And so I wanted to do that on a bigger scale, mm. but I didn't want to do it just to do it. I wanted to give value. Mm. And that value I found was just finding ways to save people time. Because I also heard from my viewers that they were so frustrated that they went out and, like, what they wanted wasn't there. It's, like, a waste of gas, a waste of their time, waste of their mood, like, just everything. And and then I said, well, what if I don't just save them time? What if I find ways to, like, watch things and save people money? And then my viewers would leave comments like, D, I, I saved like three hundred dollars because you told me something i bought last week was on sale i went back and they actually gave me back the three hundred dollars plus tax and i'm like yes yes like i'm (laughs) happy for you and then so that genuine excitement i mean wouldn't you be happy for someone who came to you and was like listen i got i got three hundred dollars back on my seven hundred dollar purchase like everyone wants to know now how did you how did you do it yeah and so those conversations uh, became more frequent, and then it just became obvious that that needed to be my mission. Mm. Um, and then from there, that's when everything took off. It was it was my genuine desire to help people without asking for anything else in return, except for a, a like and a subscribe. <laughs> yeah, that's it's um, it's really simple. You know, but it helps. That's it. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. Uh, But then I also had to learn that I had to start asking people to support me. Yeah. Because I also was in that mindset where, like, if I just keep posting what they like, they'll just keep showing up. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was seeing numbers like 50,000 people were seeing my videos, but only, like, a couple hundred or, like, a couple thousand were were watching or subscribing. And I'm like... I'm going how through do that. I, <laughs> yeah, it's like, how, how do I get those folks, all 50,000 of them that keep coming back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do I get them to switch over? And then all I did was just have that call to action, right? Like say, mm. hey, if you subscribe, it helps me grow. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And then they were like, oh, that's, that's what that button does. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes, the red one. Right? And then YouTube goes and changes it to black and white. And right. I'm like, no. <laughs> the red was working, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now it's like, what do I say? Like, press the white, red? I'm just like, hit the subscribe button. Okay, the one that says subscribe. Just press that one because it's no longer red, people. It's right. no longer red. Right. Um, but it's also being able to adapt to all those changes, right? Because you get into this habit of knowing what to say yeah. and how everything's going to go. And then one day you wake up and yeah. everything everything looks, looks a little different. And yeah. you have to figure out, like, what happened while you were sleeping. Um, and so I've, I've had to figure all that out the hard way, but you know, there's no better way than the hard way because for each success that I have now, each level of success, I am so appreciative of it. It's like, I don't look at it and say like, Oh, that's cool. Now onto the next thing. I'm like, dang, that's major. Like, do you remember, Yep. do you remember what it was like? And, and now it's just taking it all in, taking it all in, but continuing on with purpose Mm -hmm. and trying to find more ways to serve the people that show up for me. Right. Because I don't want to get comfortable with their support. I want to keep earning the support. Right. So it feels good to genuinely want to help people 
and then people show up for you. It's like, this is what the world could be. The world could just be genuine people helping each other. It just takes like little groups here and there to make that effort, right? Absolutely. So do you think about when you're filming, I always wonder, do you think about how I'm going to present myself? How should I project my volume? Uh, Are you thinking about your eyes and are you making the right contact with with the you know the video the, the the camera like what are you thinking about i'm trying to think figure out what techniques you use that seems to work with your audience obviously it took you years and time to you know build that rapport with them but for somebody listening and somebody like myself who's still you know on the ground boots on the ground trying to get up there what do you think about what's your process when you're going out say you know what i'm gonna go i'm doing my regular shopping but how do I engage when I do this film, if I do decide to record? Yeah, so a big part of my decisions is including feedback. And when I say feedback, I'm going to just shoot that word out and then let everyone know don't take it too heavily. Like, Because mm-hmm. it's not all feedback that's good feedback, but it's good to know how to accept feedback and how to take action from feedback. And so a big part of why my videos are filmed the way that they are, a big part of why I film in the style that I do or that I show up the way that I do is because my audience lets me know what they like. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they let me know without me asking, which is a little harsh Mm -hmm. at times. But then I remember if I change this one thing, it'll make this one person better. And if I can make it better for this one person, there might be 10 other people who are like this one person Mm. who it might also help. Right. And so for me in the beginning, I used to go fast between products because there's like a million and one products to show (laughs) inside that big warehouse. Um, And then I realized, Hey, a lot of my viewers are requesting that I go a little bit slower. And Mm. some of my reviewers are requesting that they see the product and then the price. I used to show the price and then the product. Mm. Um, And then they would say things like, you know, can you make it like more clear? And I'm like, you know what? I guess I could make it more clear. But what does that mean? Uh, There were even what it means is to be clear that they just want better, better video quality because we have sensitive viewers who might not respond well to shaking right right right. on the screen it might impact them in some way Mm -hmm. or it could be something like the glares which i can't control but i try to i try to like shift around and get as least little glare as i possibly can it was things like that and the biggest thing that i think made my videos so much better was like the music so Mm. really quickly i thought i was like a dj (laughs) and so i mean i still feel like i'm a dj But I would I would edit my videos and I would put so much thought into the music and then I have the music on blast because like I'm listening to it on blast right. and I'm like they're gonna be just as hype they're gonna be just as hype <laughs> as me because this song is like keeping me energized through this right and then I would see comments like oh it's too loud I hate music mm. I don't like to watch this when you play music and I'm like well listen you know. A part of me is like the music. Right. So right. the music is going to stay, but I'm going to have to find the volume number. <laughs> right. That is suitable for you. More suited for you. Yeah. Um, it was finding that medium. It was not taking it personal that you don't like it on a high volume. Like, mm-hmm. I, fr- I forget that yeah. not everyone would like to hear things on a high level. And so the biggest advice I guess I can give to anyone who's creating content is 
stop creating content with the mentality that you're creating it for yourself. Mm. Create the content for the people who want to see the videos or that you want to see, see those videos. videos, right? Um, because if I'm doing it for me, trust me, the volume's gonna, it's gonna be on a hundred. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, <laughs> I'm gonna be here for it, right? But I know that that's not gonna give me the traffic that I want. It's not gonna give me the feedback that I want to hear. Yeah. Um, and now I get feedback like, D, I was watching this Costco video and I was like, why is it so weird the whole time? Like the whole time I'm just not in it and I'm thinking D's having like an off day. They get to the end of the video and they're like, oh, it wasn't your video. That's why I didn't like it. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, you should feel a difference in my video compared to all the other ones out there. I, I may not have expected yeah. you to say this, but, you know, hearing things like that, it really lets you know that those little tweaks that you make to serve the people who are showing up for you, yeah. it truly, it truly helps. And then there's times when I'm not in my best of mode because, like, real life, yeah. right? It, yeah. Not every day you wake up super happy and the hardest part about my type of job is that I have to show up on camera yeah. every day, yeah. no matter what I'm doing. And so if I'm having an off day, I, I have to still show up. And what I've started to learn is that my audience knows me so well. Mm. Now, even on the days when I'm like doing my best to show that like, it's not an off day, they'll leave comments like, Oh, your voice sounds a little off. Are you feeling sick again? Are you tired? And I'm like, you you know that I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> you can hear that in my voice. Yep. With the effort, like that means you are really here for me. Yeah. As opposed to taking it in a, in a negative way, like, oh, you don't think I performed good enough? Right, right. Like that was my best for yeah. that video, right? Yeah. It, it wasn't that attitude. It was more like, yeah. You could tell yeah. that I didn't sleep like that. I just want to make another video just for you yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, just yeah, want to yeah. make this video. <laughs> the things that I know that you like, all those requests that you've been putting mm. in that I didn't get to like that, that gets bumped up to the top of my list wow. because you there's only so much that you can do, but it's all about that impact and again thinking business minded. So if you're if you're getting feedback and you don't like it, remember who you're trying to serve. Yeah. You can't serve yourself if no one's there to support you, That's like it. on this journey where you need other support, right? Yeah. So you gotta you gotta detach those feelings, not take it personal, and and make changes. Like they're all tests. If, mm. if you change and you lower the volume and you hate it, you know, wind it back up again the next yeah. few uploads or whatever the case is, but. Don't be afraid to change or test things. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. That's the beauty of being a creator. You get to change things without any notice. And try it <laughs> and out. And you just get to test it out yeah. and see if it works. If it doesn't work, nothing's permanent. You switch back, that's right? It. That's it. What, what platforms outside of YouTube have you found to be most effective, right, in reaching and engaging with your audience? YouTube is hands down the number one platform, mm -hmm. in my opinion, for the type of people that I want to reach. Yeah. Um, I know that they're not going to be on a lot of the other platforms that I am on. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the next, the second thing to that would be, um, it'd really be LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Because I find as a business person, 
you just need to be where all the business people are at. And LinkedIn is where all the business people are at. So if you are trying to connect with someone and you can't find a way to reach them, try different ways. And that's what I love about LinkedIn. And then the third place I would say, um, again, cause I'm not, I'm not in a social media junkie, yeah. right? So like the third place is your own website. If you don't have one, stop what you're doing and create one. You deserve your own corner of the internet and that's yours, right? Mm-hmm. So when the socials stop competing and they all decide we're, we're done, we're leaving and they create a next new 10 forms mm-hmm. of social media. <laughs> How are you going to find your people? Right. You have no leg to stand on to find your people. Yeah. So start with your website. Make sure if you want to be around business people, you're where the business people are at. Yeah. Maybe they might not be on LinkedIn. Maybe they might be somewhere else, whatever country or wherever you're in, or wherever you're at. Uh, and then also have a home, have your main platform. It's good to be on all the platforms, but you also need to know which one is your home. Right. And that's the one that you do the test on. Mm. You don't test on the things that you have no data to see how it's going to work yet. I mean, you could, but then your data is going to show that you're doing a whole bunch of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't know how to tell you that this is a whole bunch of nothing uh, because it, it has to make sense. And when you think about, like, how long your journey is going to be, uh, you just need to work smarter, not harder. So have your home know where the people you want to connect with are and also know your audience. Like there's, uh, I guess the word is like psychographics. So not just what they look like, but Mm -hmm. what they think, what they feel, what they believe in and more about like what they do. So Mm -hmm. like, I like to picture all my viewers as like, Oh, what if I ran into them at Costco one day? Like I bet, this is what we talk about or like, this is what we would do. Right. And then there are so many times that I do go into the store and I'm just, you know, minding my own business. And someone's like, D D and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I can't believe it. Like, <laughs> wow. And then we, we talk. Right. And it's like this, I knew I would meet you one day. And I knew if we met, like we would have a conversation about like so many things. And it's because I take the time to get to know those that are supporting me. And I think something that a lot of uh, creators and creators, they they do often is that they forget to get to know the people who are showing up. And it's so, so important because no matter what direction I go, I know which direction to go to serve the people that I've spent the time to know. Right. And then that's what creates those comments. Like I watched someone else's video and it was like horrible. And then I realized it was horrible because it was your video. And I'm like, wow. Like I've, yep. wow. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what, do you want me to, what do you want me to say? Right. It's just, I, I would have never foreseen that coming right. as a topic. So it's, I don't know. It's, it's impact. It, it leaves me speechless. Honestly, it's like, I have such amazing supporters. I can imagine, man. And they, I worked really hard to get them, you know. So right? it just feels so much better. I didn't buy not one of them. <laughs> I didn't scam to get any of them to like me. I literally worked really hard and showed up. And they're genuinely here. So, genuinely here. So and now now I want you amazing. to I want you to get them to come and watch this interview when I post it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna have to. Honestly, my supporters, they they love getting to see me, 
like in my role and also outside of my role mm-hmm. because I never I never come across as this person that like has it all together. I'm like, hey, like I do this, I do this, and I do ten other things. Plus, I have my kids. Yeah. Plus, I have my husband. Like, I'm just trying to save money, like yeah. you all. Like, I will boycott something because it went up a dollar in price. <laughs> like, this is where I'm at in my life. Okay, one dollar <laughs> will have like for five minutes. Like, I cannot buy this. You know what? <laughs> that one dollar was just one dollar too much. Like, there's products I haven't bought in like three years because yeah. it's gone up by like a couple dollars. And I think being able to relate to that is what helps keep people around because yeah. it might look like I'm spending a lot, but trust me, I'm <laughs> I'm not buying the stuff that I've seen got more expensive than yeah. the last time. Yeah. So yeah. it's 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 more than just like the service. It's also being able to show myself in their shoes. Right? Like other people are going to the store and saying, I can't buy this and went up a dollar. And and me too. That's the thing, though. That's a part of being vulnerable, right? You're, you're, you are literally putting yourself out there, because I think that's that's what your videos do, where they come across like this is actually who she is. It's not an actress. It's not somebody who's performing mm-hmm. for a camera, right? Whereas some people, you can tell that okay, you know what? They're putting on a show. They they sound this way in real life, but on, on in their videos this is what they sound like, and they put on this facade. But your videos are like, nope, this is it. You know, I'm I'm showing you my haul. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. This is just who I am. Right. And so I think you're right. Being genuine and being who you are is what people gravitate to because they can relate to that human being, not the character on on screen. Right. So you got something there. And one thing I've learned about audiences is that they are detectives. Oh, of course. They know when you're BSing. They can sniff it out like nobody's (laughs) business. (laughs) They could sniff it out like nobody's business. Because it's something they wouldn't do, right? So they're like, nah. Right. <laughs> I tried to hop over the cart before it didn't end well. Right. So I know you did that for the view. <laughs> yep, yep. So you, you said yeah. earlier, and you said it with such enthusiasm, about SEOs. What mm-hmm. can you share with me about SEOs that gets you so excited? Okay. <sighs> okay, I'll try to do this in like a couple lines because you know, once I get started on SEO, I might need like two more hours to stop. Sorry, I'll try with two be- lines before you start. Before you start, explain to people who may not know what, what SEO S- stands for. Right. So SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization, and so the number one thing that you need to understand when it comes to SEO is what is a search engine? And you don't necessarily need to know just what is a search engine. You, what you really need to know is what are the biggest search mm-hmm. engines. Because that's sort of where you want to start first. And so the biggest search engine is Google. Mm-hmm. Second to Google is YouTube. Google and YouTube happen to be in the same family. So it just sort of makes sense that they are the two biggest search engines. And if there's one thing I can tell you to do when it comes to search is you need to start loving it because search is the only thing that will help you reach people when you're sleeping when you're sick when you're not feeling well when you are on vacation in jamaica or the bahamas or wherever search is your friend and once you can unlock what people are searching for and find keywords that'll help them find what you're posting 
in their searches, it really just makes you obviously more reachable. Mm-hmm. It helps your growth. And it also helps get you out there more. And I think the ultimate goal for everyone is, like, we all kind of just want to be out there more to see, like, what direction we're going to stick with. (laughs) Because there's a pivot all the time. Like, if you go into any business as an entrepreneur or a creator and think it's going to be this one thing forever, just know that's a lie. It will not be that one thing forever. In two months, your direction might change. In six months, your direction might change. One thing can change and just completely flip your whole business plan. So you gotta you gotta understand that that's a part of the process. So back to the search function. Once you can learn how to optimize yourself, popping up into searches, then you'll be able to rank number one for searches, like I do. I rank number one for the Google search term Costco Canada videos. And if you type that into your Google search, you'll see that rather than Costco's website, it's just all all of me. (laughs) The the page just going down. And that wasn't because I posted a video once. It's because to date, I've posted over 300 videos and probably over 200 of those are all Costco related. And that doesn't happen because, oh, you just found a way to hack the code. I actually had to sit down and post over 200 videos to be able to see that type of traction. And so when it comes to search, it's not a case of if you're going to go viral. That's not the goal. The goal is how many people can you reach Mm -hmm. for how long and how can you make it easy for people to find you? Ultimately, that's like the number one thing. How can you make it easy for people to find you? And that's why I love search because I can't control going viral and I I actually don't desire to go viral. It brings in a whole bunch of things that I'm not prepared to try to use my time to deal with. Mm -hmm. Instead, I just want to be precise. I sort of want to be like laser focus, right? And if my goal is to help people when they're searching for products at Costco, I need to help people find me when they search for products at Costco. And so now that I've sort of cracked that, it's been so much easier for me um, simply because I know that I have that one thing that makes me feel proud to keep on going because it's really hard to land a number one search spot. And I land the page, yeah, the the actual page. Yeah. So yeah. it's <laughs> it's like, you know, when when I post a video and it doesn't get maybe the amount of views I anticipated, it's like, but you hold that search spot though. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you have to play with like your business in that way and just know that you gotta have fun. Yeah. Right. You got to have on even on my my bad days when maybe something doesn't perform. I mean, it doesn't happen that much anymore. But every now and then, you know, the elements may happen and your views might plummet a little bit. And I'm like, but let me just Google this real quick to see (laughs) if I'm still there. Oh, there. I'm like, okay, still got the page. Twelve more hours. We'll check back and see what happens. Right. But it's. We get so, like, hyper, we start to micromanage ourselves, yeah. right? It's like two minutes, check, did it, anything change? 30 minutes later, check, did right. anything? No, it's not going to change in 10 minutes or 30. They're still trying to collect the data yeah. from that time to show you. So it's not going to change. Yeah. So you got to know, like, how to how to find the systems that are going to help you reach your goals. And for me, I don't want to be viral. I just want to be searchable. Yeah. 
because I want to I want to help people no matter where they are and no matter what time they're on the Internet. Man, that's awesome. I think that's that's incredible because I, I remember the beginning. I remember the early stages. <laughs> and now... <laughs> Listen, don't, don't tell them about my come up, okay? It was a little hard. It's well, listen, it's well documented, right? So it's, it's interesting that you say that because people don't realize how long it takes, right? They only see the glimpse of the moment where you are winning. They don't see the groundwork. Mm-hmm. They don't see the background, behind the scenes, the grind, the hours. You mentioned your kids. What you still have to do as a mother Right. But they don't see what you do, the hours that, of sleep that you lose. And the, that's the investment. Right. That's the dirty part of the work. But nobody sees that. And then they just see you winning and they're thinking, oh, she makes it look easy. You're always a winner. Right. Right. <laughs> I lost a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so that puts me to my next spot here. Um, creator wizard. Right. You also mentioned earlier that you wear many hats. That's one of them, I'm assuming. Yeah. What's your role yes. there? And how did that connection? So my role? Go for perfect. it. Perfect. So my role at Creator Wizard is I'm a community and programs manager. So our community, I head that. Mm. All of our programs, I manage them. So what we do is we teach creators how to find and negotiate their dream sponsorships. Mm. So whether it's trying to find the brand that you want to pitch, whether it's trying to figure out what's negotiable in a in a campaign or a contract or how to figure out what the contract is saying, sometimes you might look at those things and it might seem like you're reading Morse code or something like right. that, right? Um, or it could be just trying to level up your business as a creator. Mm. Go from trying to chase money to now knowing when your money is going to come in because you have a system in place that's going to help you have repeated business and also help you make smarter business decisions, right? Mm -hmm. Like I actually just posted a video this week sharing that I feel so uh, humble Mm -hmm. to be in a situation where I feel like I never have to worry about sponsorships ever again. Wow. Attention podcast enthusiasts. I've been your host, Derek Asante, for the DAP Show, and we have an important announcement to share regarding your favorite podcast. Starting from this day forward, we have some exciting changes to ensure that the sustainability and continued growth of our show. We value your support and want to offer you an opportunity to become an even more integral part of our podcast community. As you may know, producing a high quality content requires resources, time, and dedication. To maintain the level of excellence you've come to expect from us, We are introducing a membership program exclusively for our loyal listeners. We present to you, our cherished audience, the opportunity to become an esteemed Patreon member. As a Patreon member, you will gain access to a treasure trove of podcast episodes like never before. Our full-length interviews and discussions with incredible guests will be exclusively available to our valued patrons. Your membership will help us grow and evolve, providing you with an even more enriching podcast experience. Membership is easy. Simply visit our website, dapsshow.podbean.com, or a podcast platform and click on the Become a Patreon button. Choose a membership tier that suits you best and gain exclusive askets to full episodes, additional perks like behind-the-scenes content, and early episode releases. We will continue to release shortened episodes and highlight reels for all our listeners to enjoy. However, we encourage you to consider joining our Patreon community. Your support means the world to us, 
and it ensures the longevity and quality of our podcast. Together, let's shape the future of our podcast. Visit our website or podcast platform today. Click that Become a Patreon button and unlock a world of captivating full-length episodes. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for your understanding, your support, your enthusiasm. We can't wait to welcome you as a Patreon member.